again. We're back for the, another episode of Meatball Thoughts. Whatever. I'm not stopping to record it again. <laughs> Who cares? Um, I have a very special guest with me today. Pastry chef, baker extraordinaire, uh, works at White Lily Diner. I'm basically just stealing all the staff I'm saying because Jake won't record. I'm just like, everybody else, come and record an episode with me. I need content. Um, Rochelle Cornish. Cornish? Marks? Yeah. Cornish. Cornish. Yeah. Like the hen. Closer to your face. Like the hen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, like the hen. Thank like you for hen. sitting down. I appreciate you. Um, first things first, welcome to Toronto. Thanks. You recently fucking moved here from Victoria, right? I did. Yeah. I love it. Well. You love Toronto or Victoria? You're like, fuck this place. I want to move home. No, no, Toronto. I'm in love with it, I think. I mean, I feel <laughs> like, I think... I mean, I haven't been here that long to yeah. fully embrace everything that it is, but I grew yeah. up in Kitchener, so I've been here lots, but yeah. I really wanted to come back. It so, was time. Yeah, fucking it was time I, to come back after 10 years. Homecoming? A little, yeah. little homecoming queen action? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm curious. I mean, A, because you are uh, a talented, uh, talented baker, pastry chef, but also... I, I was very curious when I found out that this wasn't your, your first career. No. So you chose pain. I chose to be in the kitchen. Yeah. You I chose, dis- you chose I discomfort. I didn't understand what it actually meant. I just really, you know, yeah. liked baking at home hmm. and was like, look at all this fun I'm having at home. It will be like this in a kitchen. Right. Tell- and I was like so brutally wrong. And I don't, yeah. I didn't think I was going to make it for, through my first like three weeks. Mm. of work i thought i was gonna give up i thought i was gonna die and really? actually from cleaning the kitchen at the end of the day it wasn't <laughs> like <laughs> so tell me where where did you where did you start my first job was at Cobbs. Cobbs. it was at Cobbs bakery hey. um i wanted to be a bread baker i didn't actually want to do pastry yeah um i applied to a bunch of different places i applied to a bunch of different places um thinking like who the fuck is gonna hire me Mm. i have a you know diploma in graphic design and i work at bell mobility at the moment Uh, Uh, which i was when i was in victoria and i like uh, rage quit my job because i hated it so much (laughs) um and aaron was like why don't you take some time and figure out what you want to do instead of jumping back into something that you don't like. And I was like, I think I want to be a bread baker. And he was like, hmm, okay. Because <laughs> he already worked in the industry. I was going to say, your yeah. your person, your partner, your your Aaron. Yeah, my Aaron, my saint, my everything. Because <laughs> um, he, yeah, like, I think, sorry, you just said he's been, he'd been a chef for a Since while. Since he was like 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, totally the person that was, home at five o'clock Monday to Friday Mm -hmm. being like, I don't understand why you can't just leave. You're not getting paid for this. Like just come home. Oh, you were one of those. I so was. I I didn't understand. And we had so many disagreements (laughs) and arguments. It's very diplomatic way to say that. um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess more diplomatic on my part because I was not very nice about it. And I just didn't understand. I had no idea whatsoever kind of what what the the mentality is of food yeah but now okay so you're saying 
you started in Victoria. I started in Victoria. Started at Cobb's Bakery. I applied yeah. at a bunch of different places. How, how long ago was this? Because you you and I are like the same age. I think you're a year, um, a year or two older or something. But I want to say I'm going on my tenth year this okay. September, okay. or maybe maybe nine or ten. Nine or ten, whatever. Yeah. Um. Usually, usually you forget around seven or eight, so it doesn't I know. Really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, I was like, <laughs> I've been, no. th- I've been saying I've been a, I've been a cook for ten years, and it's been half my life. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not me. I remember life before I was a cook, um, and I think at one point I was definitely like, wow, I'm like getting the experience that, you know, when I first came into the industry, I was like, oh my god, these people have so much experience. I need to catch up, and now I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I am that person. It is not quite that person. Like no, but... I look at people with twenty years of experience, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. I feel ten years behind all yeah. the time. All the time, I feel ten years behind. Case in point, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you look at someone like yourself, but even even the way I've seen you think with with uh, something as simple as a donut, yeah. or maybe as complex as a donut. Yeah. Where you're like. <laughs> We will never know. You could, you could, you could see it as both ways, right? Because yeah. you've seen a product. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of products where you're like, "That's subpar. I don't want to make it that way. I know mm-hmm. I can make it better. Mm-hmm. So now I'm now I can make it better. But now I also need to tinker with it so that I can have it exactly where I need it to be. And totally. I think I think that's a super integral piece to to anybody's thinking, especially 100%. when it comes to food, like. You bust my. You will always you, learn. You you bust my balls all the time. Where you're like, I like you know you're 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 always very like clean and organized. And I'm like, yeah, but like when I was fucking you know uh, twenty, I got yelled at constantly for that shit. So did I? Fucking 12, 12, 13, 14 years ago or whatever. How old am I? I like um, to tell people when they're clean because then everybody else around them hears it as well. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to like. Be positive about a situation when you want to enforce that in Fair a whole kitchen environment. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the corporate creeping out in you. You're like, a hundred percent it is. Yeah. yeah, I went to Bell Mobility like management training, and we had to do um, like role plays. They would make us do role plays, and they would the give least you the least sexiest very, role play you've ever oh played. God, in your life. The most awkward situation yeah. to have with an employee. And they would make you role play it out with other managers and Oof. staff members that were at this um, managerial or like a, like just training on like how to manage people, how to um, teach people, how mm. to how to communicate with other people in awkward situations where <laughs> you don't want to have to be the one to tell them this or you don't want to have to have that conversation. And how um, many how many times have have you just looked at the way kitchens communicate with each other, and you're just wild. like, and you're like, whoa, wait, people actually talk to each other like that? Yeah, that's well, not okay. I mean, I think it's just that's not okay. <laughs> like, it's not people aren't taught, right? Like, I think in a lot of corporate situations, at least in, I mean, I haven't worked for that many corporate places, but in a lot mm-hmm. of other industries you don't necessarily just become a manager because you're good at that specific task, hmm. right? Um, whereas in kitchens, I think a lot of the time, sous chefs... It's very, very task-oriented. Chefs are managers or chefs are, you know, in charge of a team of people because they're good at cooking. It doesn't mean hmm. that they know how to talk to people. It doesn't or how, mean that... Or how, how to lead. lead. Yeah, how yeah. to lead people, how to inspire people to do better, to want to be better, to... Mm 
grow the industry to, you know, turn it around into a positive mm. um, place or, or just be better in general. But it's because nobody's taught to do that in kitchens. It's mm. not like out there to be like, we're going to send you to managerial training today. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, okay, no, no restaurant has the budget no, for that shit. Absolutely right? not. Fuck no. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's weird going from, um, I guess that where where mm. it is instilled in you and they're like we're gonna teach you because we think you have promise <laughs> you yeah, yeah well it's uh, like you have potential so we're gonna... going to nurture that potential mm. even though bell is super fucked up and like they're yeah. more soul-sucking than 90 percent of the kitchens that i've worked in yeah um but yeah they do mm. they like teach you how to have those awkward conversations and looking back I remember thinking like this is whack like i don't want to be here yeah, i don't want to be fuck doing am that. i here and now at 33 i'm like no i mean it's kind of helpful actually <laughs> i take a refresher course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i've definitely said some shit that i probably shouldn't have in the totally. past yeah. or like you just run into situations where you're like Dude, i don't want to be awkward i've lost like, jobs because of my yeah, mouth totally. i mean <laughs> like, i haven't um but i went to training yeah, right yeah right right Fucking show off <laughs> <laughs> but uh you can you know what you can fuck off says your shirt i know uh, <laughs> um no but that's interesting i mean i wonder it's it's something that i that that i always kind of wonder as to how the industry can kind of evolve but keep its creativity so i wonder if it certainly there's some shit that should just should not be fucking said or yeah. things that should not be done that a lot of kitchens put up with for a long time now you and i are fortunate enough to work in a place that doesn't put up with that shit no you guys are so nice you but guys are tame. <laughs> you're like a bakery you know you don't want to you don't want to know who i was six years ago um it's okay we met at a good time i think so i think i think we met at the exact time we needed to um but i think it's one of those things that you still need an element of get fucked in a kitchen 100 percent. because you have to have a thick skin because something i didn't have when i first started mm. i was like a skinless grape <laughs> you like, know like a blueberry just literally. waiting to be squished literally yeah and like my soul and heart was just squished every day mm. and i was just like oh okay i'm lucky that i had aaron who was like yeah just say yes to everything yeah. you know nothing so just say yes yeah. that was the advice that he gave me smart smart yeah. literally so um last week or two weeks ago i was talking with uh my my bi-weekly co-host matt um shout out matt um about the importance of the word okay and how it has mm -hmm. an infinite number of meanings mm -hmm. depending on the inflection in your voice mm -hmm. whether it's okay yeah got it yeah. like kind of thing or is it like I've, you've heard me do this a bunch at the restaurant okay okay <laughs> yeah i mean it's like just the the infinite ways to say yes or or to affirm or or, or or to affirm what is happening you're just like all right, fucking is what it is. But like, I think that that's actually that's phenomenal advice for for a young cook or baker or anything. It's like, hey man, do you want or woman or non-binary or hey person, um, do you want to figure it out? Yeah, 
then learn to shut your mouth and just say yes for a while. Totally. I I, I, I don't mean say yes to like abuse or yeah, things like that, no. but learn learn the difference between someone busting balls and someone saying something flat out offensive. A hundred percent. Like Aaron, I remember so my first week at Cobbs. I was on like this shitty bake shift that was like I was the end of day person who like slapped some cheese on some dough. I think I got to put one thing in these like terrifying rotating ovens. Um, <laughs> oh, like the the big ass rotisserie bread ovens? They went like this way and they were all above my head. North, and, south. Like, North, south, yeah, not east, like, west. Yeah, it was, it was super, super strange um you're like it was i'm not, already little this, like, like it's yeah, all gonna this, collapse on my fucking head this end of day shift was not glamorous mm. and then you had to clean down the whole kitchen and for Cobbs, like at least the place that i worked at but i think every one is like this because it's a franchise mm. you literally take out every single giant piece of machinery like the bun rounder the baguette rounder the dough cutter the um massive like i think it's like a 60 liter or 60 quart mixer you take them Let's all out from go. the wall and like scrub the fucking three inches of flour that's back there yes yes <laughs> like, and like fucking scrape it off the you floor take apart and, the whole machine and you uh, take all the flour out so that your they would machines last longer and they would have this well because they would also have that just implemented into yes. their yes. budgets into their 100%. everything it's like yeah we're uh, occupying labor yeah for this task specifically so that our the longevity have of i equipment. ever worked in a bakery where you take apart every piece of equipment every single day and clean it since then no yeah. Um, but I literally was like dying of sweat. It was so hot in there. I was like, this is not glamorous. These are not things that I want to be making. Why can't I make the nice stuff? I know nothing. But Aaron told me, he's like, just say yes. He's like, the things that you know how to do, if you have to walk to the dish pit, walk fast, walk with urgency. Mm. If you, you know, anything that you do know how to do, do it well and do it quickly. Yeah. And then you will have more time and people will want to teach you. If you can help mm. them and help lighten somebody else's load and keep them mm. in an enjoyable mood. So I used to try and just be this like weird little shadow sponge who also talked way too much and asked way too many questions. Like but way too many questions. Asking too many questions and talking too much are two different things though. Were you just like talking about how your hair felt this morning or no, were you asking questions on or always oh, about why, baking why why do you rotate it that much or why is it why why would you scrape it with a plastic not yeah. a metal or a, a whatever it was always fuck, about right? baking sometimes too about like you know i was a bread baker but i was like oh my god do you know how to make these cupcakes because i really want to make these on my weekend and they're like shut the fuck up you're like <laughs> we're doing this right now yeah. Do this right now. Stay focused. Yeah. 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 yeah we I know. definitely. We know, we know a couple of those. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, it's hard as a young person when you're like, especially I feel like when you first go into the industry and mm. if you are really passionate, it's really fucking hard to stay focused on, okay, you're learning this one thing and maybe mm. you've done it 20 times or something and you feel like you're okay at it. And then somebody else is like, you're not efficient at it yet. You're not. Yeah um like if you, you keep, haven't if, mastered it if you right? keep hearing let's go yeah and like also <laughs> people like so many people everywhere the mm. reason why some people are fucking so good at what they do is because they've done it like a hundred million times yeah. that is literally repetition is how you get better yeah well and, that's, and it's taken uh, me so long to understand <laughs> that 
it's just about reps. It's like literally life is about reps. Yes. And it's like, I, I think Matt and I were having this conversation like two months ago or something, but it was like, you just want to look at somebody who's starting out and just be like, it's okay to suck. Like, you know, when people say it sucks to suck, it's actually really good to suck I, because I, it shows you. I still hate that though. It's still the worst. What, sucking? Yeah. Yeah, but like it gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, cool. There's room for improvement in my skill set. Always, yeah. Like there's not, it, it, I don't know, I, I liken it to, you know, I'm relatively competent at what mm-hmm. I do and relatively proficient enough to, to be able to cook every day mm-hmm. and that's fine. But now I liken things like that to like my running where yeah. I'm like, my feet hurt. Yeah. It's okay. Just get the reps in. They'll hurt less later. I mean, yeah. Like, There's a like, difference between just, like you get to that point where it's kind of like you don't snowball anymore. Yeah. Um, When you make a mistake, you embrace it and you finally like, realize that it's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. When you start to enjoy of, the process. Yeah. And like you realize that it's like, okay, just eliminate one thing at a time. Um, Try again. Literally the only like the only failure failures that you'll ever have are that like it's stupid and cheesy, but like if you give up, then you failed. Yeah. If you keep trying, then you haven't failed yet. Doesn't count as yeah, failure. like it's, it's so <laughs> cheesy, right? But um well, it's the, the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah, fucking A. So yeah. They call them they call them cliches for a reason. I know. I know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so you start at Cobbs. You're this annoying little shit of a person yep. who's just asks all the questions. Burning herself, yeah. um, having crazy burn marks all over my wrists, all over my arms. Dude, that's that's why I got this sleeve. I got tired of looking at burns. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, going home every day being like, Aaron, I don't know if I can do it. And he's like, it's okay. Just keep going. Just keep going. And I'm like, okay. Yo, Aaron is a saint. I, mean, I know. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Aaron's great. So um, you you end up slanging it out, Cobbs. How long? Are you, how long are you Cobbs. there for? I was there for six months. Okay. Um, and then there was this very, very, very romantic, glamorous bakery, Fullapy, which is actually where I came from last as well before oh. moving here. Ah. Um, oh, so you went there, and then you buggered off to Australia, and then you came back there. I went there as my second that this was like my first real like Cobbs was yeah. such a good starting point and I'm so yeah. grateful for them. It gave you like a it, nice solid foundation. It gave me such a great foundation and learning how like their dough um, has a pretty low hydration. Right. So mm. for me, as somebody who had basically made bread at home, um, learning how to use my hands with low hydration dough, like it was such a good starting point. Mm. Um, full of pea was mill your own flour, wood fired oven, uh, all like the, all 80, the factors. 80 to 85% hydration. Um, it was intense Yeah, and I had an interview with my boss, Cliff, God love him. For those, nuts. for those that don't know, what's the, for a low hydration bread. Yeah. What's the, what is it more forgiving? Is it, it's more forgiving. Okay. Um, it's dry. But yeah. like it's it's a lot easier to shape. It holds its structure. Yeah. Um, I actually find it difficult to shape now. That's why I have that spray bottle at work because oh, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> um, it makes really like you're too used to the other variables. I am, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but it does make like it's 
it's not that low hydration is bad. It just makes a different kind of bread. It usually yeah. makes like nice squishy bread, which is great for sandwiches, French toast, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. And then full of pea was complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I went for an interview. They also made all their own croissants and stuff like that. Is this, is this where your love of croissants? It is where my love, yeah, because they stuck me on the croissant station for almost two years. So for two years, I literally just rolled croissants and made dough pretty much. I did a little bit of stuff. Like I, I used the wood fired oven, um, and did like, but they would, they they would bake the croissants in the wood oven. No, no. It's like, yeah, we had a oven for that. That's amazing. (laughs) No. What is that? I would what is that, that fucking witchcraft? That's magic. <laughs> people who do that, they're just wizards. Yeah. Um those are those are the 40, 50 year And I know people who experience. do that and they are fucking they're wizards. Yeah. I know I And how and how long have they been fucking baking for? Yeah. Too long. Yeah, exactly. Their bodies are broken in too long. They'll die. Yeah, they'll, they're wizards. They'll, they'll and... cremate themselves when it's time and yeah. they'll just crawl into the oven yeah. and just take it. Yeah. But they love it, which is why they do it. Um fucking. All bakers who have, I feel like, aged with baking, if maybe that's a graceful way of saying it, they've gotten older and stayed in the industry. Honestly, it's usually from what I've seen is because they absolutely love bread. Mm. Like there are like, there's like bread nerds and then there's like bread diehards who are just like these magical creatures who make this phenomenal living, growing thing. Yeah. And, and they just, do it until they like, keel over and their body won't let them do it. And then they still do it. Mm. And they don't stop. It's yeah. crazy. It's they're like, like yeah, yeah. I have arthritis, but like, who cares? Yeah. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not a diehard bread baker at heart. I like, mm. I love bread, but yeah. my gears switch to pastry Fucking when a. your body starts to fall apart. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Does it make you, does it at, at some point, does it make you wish like, Fuck man, I wish I got into like Cobbs when at fifteen or something. Um, if if you had a, had the 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 passion for it at the time, you know, where you're like, I could have got fucking fifteen years out of bread instead of the the five or six that you really got or something. You know, for a long time, I definitely felt like I had wished that I gotten into kitchens earlier. Mm. Um, because I felt behind, right? Uh, I was like, I'm this old compared to people who are the same age as me and they can run circles around me. And yeah. I mean, you know me, I don't like to feel that way. No. I'm an over <laughs> Um, but I think I've actually gotten to the point where, you know, I think everything happens for a reason and going to school for graphic design means I mean, you I take, love art. You take the prettiest pictures out of well, anyone I take, in the restaurant. I, you know, I take nice photos, but also <laughs> I find, um, the reason I didn't stick with graphic design is because I needed to do something with my hands and I hated sitting at a computer. Yeah. Uh, I had one graphic design job and it was at a bakery. <laughs> a corporate bakery. <laughs> um, and I got fired as their graphic designer, but they told me I could stay on as their cookie decorator and baker because <laughs> i also did that in my spare time because i spent more time out of my office in the bakery asking them questions than i did <laughs> making actual templates for graphic stuff and yeah yeah know. all the the boring shit you're like yeah. but but the visual element to it was not like it it's not lost on like that that's it's a very like, transferable skill 100 percent. Right? like and i feel like learning um 
design theory has really mm. helped with my pastry stuff. So, I mean, and well, you know, and cer- make- certainly with yeah, like you said, pastries, because then it's like yeah. you understand color composition to the point where you're like, I know this will look good on a plate because these colors go well together. And especially if it's fucking in season, totally. I'm laughing. Yeah. You're like, because you know the colors are going to be vibrant and you're good to go. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I feel interesting. like, you know, cool. I used to think that. Yeah. That I wish that I got into kitchens earlier. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I see a young person who's like 20 years old and they're really, really good in kitchens. And I, I'm like secretly like I'm always like, yes, go you like you're phenomenal. I love you. And then secretly I go home and I'm like, fuck me. But yeah, I'm very happy that I this was my second career mm. choice, I think, because... I wonder. It really gives me an appreciation for, you know, I've definitely thought like, what the fuck am I doing? I make Mm. like not a lot of money and I work weekends. I work holidays. Yeah. Not a lot of my other friends understand it. Some of them, like some of them do. Mm. And like my family's been very understanding about it, but like, you know. But there's, there's, I mean, look, I'll even, I think the first probably the first like eight years that I was in kitchens from like, yeah, probably from like 17 to 25, I would get invites to family events. Yeah. And then I stopped getting them at 25. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. People just know now or like, they'll be like, Oh, we know my mom will tell my mom will tell me about it. She's like, it's on a Friday and I'll be like, cool. You guys have fun. Like, I don't like I don't I don't know what you want from me. Like, yeah. <laughs> if the restaurant's closed, I can come. Yeah. Now working sure. at six a.m., yeah. I have a life again. Yeah. Also, being a baker is just like when you work at two a.m., you have no life. Yeah. You're friends with other bakers. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you, you hang out. You go. You go out for <laughs> afternoon drinks with other bakers, and Literally. people are like, "Yo, that bitch is drunk by four o'clock." Yeah. You're like, yeah, because I was yeah. up at one. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like sitting after you have a really shitty shift from 11 p.m. And you're there until like 10 a.m. And you go home and you have a beer on your front stoop. And people are like, oh, drinking at 10 a.m. I'm like, I've been awake since fucking yesterday. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> yeah. It's my evening. Right? Go away. I know. No, yeah. we had a guy. We had actually had a regular who used to come in and do that. He'd come in around like, yeah, it was like 9 or 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he would crush a breakfast and two beers. Yeah. And then he would, and then he would bugger off and go home and probably go to sleep. Yeah. But like, I think, yeah, we asked him one day and he's like, yeah, I work overnights. Yeah. I'm like It's hard. Oh, it's hard. It, like, it you, turns your life upside down. And if you want that decompressor beer, you're like. All right, I guess I I'm, guess I'm drinking at ten or eleven in the morning. <laughs> totally, totally, hundred percent. Huh. Yeah, it's hard. Interesting. Yeah, hence why I went to pastry <laughs> <laughs> and restaurants. I was gonna say you can work you, at you night. Went, you went into crazy restaurants, or <laughs> restaurants did. are crazy. But um, so you go from Cobb's to fucking bowl of pea. Scratch sorry, everything. Sorry. How how do you say it? Bowl of pea. Full of pea. Yeah, it means wild wheat stock, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's like those are pea breads. It's a, like a different version for me because I have the bladder the size of a pea. <laughs> Always full of pea. Yeah. Um, Full of pea. Full. Full. Yeah, full. F O L. I like full. Full. <laughs> yeah, no. Full. 
Um, Tofola cool. P had no clue what I was doing. My boss literally was like, he gave me a trial shift. Um, he said that I was like very intently watching him all day and he could see the wheels in my head turning and he's like, and your hands have a very like natural movement about mm. them, I guess. Um, but then he also looked at me and said, I'm going to give you a list of like seven books and I'm going to give you a try. And if you can't keep up, I'm going to fire you. So then mm. for the next three months, every time I made the smallest mistake, I thought I was going to get fired. Um, I didn't. Oh, what a, that's a, that's a hell of a challenge accepted though. A hundred percent. Fucking A. Yeah. I was like, and like right, your, your mind it. too is like, let's go, bitch. I got you. I got well, you. I, mean, I got this. Point, maybe, maybe you not. Just, you just do it. Right. Yeah. Like I, um, like if you broke a tart shell, you'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm fire. When we moved here, actually, I went through all my old stuff. Like I just have so many pastry books and so mm. many like notebooks and stuff like that from other places that I've worked. I saw that Langdon Hall cookbook up there. How's that? Have you flipped through it yet? A little bit. My mom got me that for my birthday, actually. Nice. I was so proud of her. I was like, Mom, this is such you a good You did your book. research. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about it, and she was the one who actually told me, because Langdon Hall's like around the corner from where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, she got me the cookbook, and I was nice. like, wow, this is so great. Like you. I'd fucking, I'd, I'd yeah. dump through it when you're done with it. I, yeah, I was super stoked about it. Um. But you had these, you're, you're flipping through some books or something. Oh, the notebooks. And uh, so when I started there, yeah. I kept a baker's journal, like ah, a smart. weirdo. And I would like Not write down. Not a weirdo. Down, that's fucking wicked smart and more people should do that. I would like write down <laughs> um, every day mm. if I made mistakes, how I thought, like what yeah. my mistake was, how I thought I was going to fix it. Smart. Um, along with my other notebook that I had with recipes. This is your what, like twenty three, twenty four at the time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're fucking. Maybe like twenty four. You are an overachiever. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's like borderline on crazy. Fuck it. That's but that's that's the perfect mind for pastry, especially. Yeah. Like a degenerate, like crazy, crazy overachiever is what you see in most like well executed pastry chefs and bakers. Totally. And I'm not even at Fucking that level of crazy, most of crazy some degenerate other is what you see in a bunch of talented cooks. No, you know, I don't even <laughs> agree with that at all. Like, I think I, I mean, I've worked in a bunch of restaurants, right? So mm. I've worked online and like pastry online, when you're just doing pastry service online and you don't have to do garde manger. Um, which I have also never done because I've always you said, never had to do no, guard. I, well, I have always, if I have been told that that's what the job is, I don't take it. Ah, yeah, um, it's just not my jam. Yeah. You're like, it's I'll eat, I'll eat the salad. I don't want to fucking make I it. I love salad. I love apps. <laughs> I love everything that comes off that station. I just, that's not my jam. That's not my passion. <laughs> I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, but the pastry sections, like when you are at a big enough restaurant, mm. um, and they serve enough desserts and there's just a pastry section hit service like service unless you're doing preset menu which is a lot of fun where you know that you're doing desserts for every single person yeah um and or big functions or like catering style functions those are a lot of fun mm. getting nickeled and dimed all night by a bell and 
literally putting a piece of something on a plate. Like, I mean, there's not a ton of, like most 90% of the prep work is done for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The plate looks beautiful and it's so much fun creating it and going through that process of doing the plating for your quarterly menu or your monthly menu, yeah. do 30 plates. And you're like, all right, I'm over it. Um, but you're like i don't don't need to be part of service you look down the line and line cooks and what you guys do Mm. chefs it's insane it's literally insane like everything is done on the fly i would go mental because literally there's no like i'm like a plan for a plan for a plan have a backup plan and then those like three backup plans that i have also have other backup plans yeah um so that, for me, that's what i'm saying cooks, there, cooks are fucking degenerates because me, we don't think about that shit. yeah or you, some do but for me those to are the stand there and just ones. wait for the little white ticket to tell me what to do next is like my heart's just racing and i'm like what do i do <laughs> It's really, really stressful for me. Yeah, fucking it's really a. stressful for me. No wonder. Um, no wonder the donuts piss you off so much at the restaurant. You're like, fucking, yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I know. Well, you get in your zone, right? <laughs> like, you get in your zone and then you're like, was that for me? It's like, I wish <laughs> that like, words? my ear had some sort of like, it was like tuning in to Rochelle, like, yeah. you know? <laughs> Like I had a like separate, we, I had a separate bell for you, and however many times I ding it means however many donuts, and you're literally, like, literally, yeah, five, yeah, that was five no, times. Okay. no, you guys are great, you guys are great, um, but yeah, cooking, cooking mm. is just such a different beast, you know, yeah. like, and it's oh, so. Sure. When I listen to people who you know, who's ever on Expo and it's just like yelling everything out, and then like five other cooks simultaneously are like, "Yep, hi, I'm yeah. like." I couldn't remember the two donut bills that you gave me that had four different flavors on them. And I made the donuts. <laughs> you just spouted off like six bills in a row. Yeah. And then said two pairs. And you're like, how many? And on top of that, also, like, I mean, at White Lily, it's just two stations. Yeah. I've worked places where there's, you yeah. know, six cooks yeah. online. Yeah. There's a saucier, there's an entremet, there's. Yeah the expo there's a guy on the pass who's like he's a chef but he's not cooking he's just garnishing and fucking expo tasting and and then there's you know garnache salad my salad guy all the way down and somehow pastry has cheese plates which i didn't mind because i do like cheese (laughs) um is that funny is that funny how that always just kind of gets shoved off under the pastry and you're like Mm -hmm. realistically this should be a front of house thing because the cheese should be at room temperature when people fucking eat it which i didn't know for the longest time oh you thought cheese was supposed to be in fridge cold i had no idea bro you're crazy this was my third job (laughs) i learned my first restaurant job i learned this when i was 21 when i worked at edgeless and they just they would have the cheese board out in the dining Amazing. room so it would perfume everything amazing right it's yeah fucking awesome everybody wants to hit a wall of cheese when they come into a restaurant hey, dude. unless you're vegan yeah we don't trust those people <laughs> you can't trust it's dead ass you can't trust somebody who doesn't eat butter this is true fucking come I on i love butter too much hey here's an idea get fucked <laughs> don't worry the podcast knows my feelings on vegans um <laughs> No, that's not true. I mean, there's there's definitely some good vegans, but there's okay. lots of good vegans. My best so then, is a gluten free and vegan. However, get this, he is the person in my life 
that I can talk about pastry with the most because he watches so he's obsessed with pastry shows. He's obsessed with what he chooses not to eat. He's obsessed. Like he loves. Is he a celiac though? He is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he is. He celiac. shouldn't. He shouldn't yeah. eat gluten. No, and he chooses not to eat animal products. Like yes. A dummy. But the man <laughs> can hold such a crazy conversation and yeah. all of these technical baking terms that when yeah. I speak to other people, even people who are in kitchens that don't know how to bake. Mm. Are like their eyes just glaze over and they're like, yeah, whatever, Rochelle. I know you're gonna go on a ten minute tangent. And we're gonna just nod our heads and like pretend, what? you know, like what? Just go laminating. On, go on a tangent, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's but literally ben, what we're here for is for tangents. Ben can hold. Him. We're still stuck on your second work experience, I know. and I know you've got another eight years to go. I know. I mean, I, it's fine. We we, I it's fine. You. No, we're ramblers. That's um, the whole point. But like, what were you saying laminating what? Laminating the biscuits. Just like, no, laminating dough. Um, You know, he knows that croissants, you laminate and you laminate them on a sheeter. And it's the mm. butter that makes these little steam pockets that actually makes the mm. dough rise in them. And my gluten-free vegan friend knows all of it. He this. actually knows the science. He actually does. Ah. He knows the science behind baking and so sometimes I'm like, you're Isn't that the coolest thing when you learn that? You're like, Oh, shit's airy because butter? Yeah. Whoa. Steam. Butter and steam? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So good. Why would I ever not eat butter? It's so good. Stupid vegans. Yeah. <laughs> what's your or friend, smart what, vegans. What's, what's your friend's name? Ben. Ben. Benjamin Birch. We appreciate you, Ben. You I better know. listen to this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My last podcast, I sound like a bitch, so... <laughs> Well, you sound lovely today. And Hopefully. don't worry, I'm not going to clip you just being like, fuck vegans. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that would be No, but word. I'll clip me doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. And then I'll hashtag it vegan. Oh God. Um, <laughs> we love vegans. No, you don't. You love one vegan, okay? That's what you I do. I you love, love, love your vegan. vegan. I love you, my vegan. You love your vegan. Everyone has a vegan that they love. That's fine. I have mine. His name is Ben. <laughs> Fucking hey. Um okay, so you're at full of, uh, pee. full of pee for how long? Almost two years. Um two years. That's that's a proper fucking stint. Yeah. Almost two years. Yeah. Um so I did that's croissants just, for a long time. Yeah. Croissants, and dough. And then and then I do you scurry, scurry off to fucking I Australia? No, no, no. Oh. Um I went on to his pastry team. Uh, pastry team? At Fullipi, yeah. How many fucking people are on this team? So there were seven bread bakers. Whoa. And I think when I went over to pastry, there were six of us. Six or seven. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. like. It was a proper bakery. All like in it's all, a, like 15, 16 people. For bread and pastry, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So they're doing volume. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah, are we, like are we Saturday talking, mornings. Like, are we talking like Blackbird volume or like? No, no, not, not quite, quite like that. Like Saturday mornings, um, I think we're rolling, I don't know, four, 400 baguettes. Okay. Okay. That kind of thing. I mean, it, it's funny because that sounds like a lot to me, but I'm also like, eh, it's not that many, especially once you it get was like the a rhythm. Minute, minute and, a baguette. Yeah. To yeah. roll. Oh, okay. Ideally. Like start, start to finish. Yeah. 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 A minute. Yeah. Seems like a long time. You would think. Say, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would take me fucking eight. Yeah, it's like, like ten. Min- well, like ten but minutes. Like, of board. Maybe I was just slow. I don't know. 
No, I feel like 10 minutes aboard was like the goal. Okay. We had one, we had a few bakers who could like go faster than that, but like, but maybe they don't look as nice. Yeah. No, no, no. There actually, there was one baker who was just like, he was a really good baker. And, um, you're like, if I didn't have an errand, holy. No, (laughs) (laughs) Matt, Matt, Matt was such a good baker. Um, he was like my first head baker. Ah, okay. And he was a wizard. Yeah. He was a wizard. One of those. Yeah. He was a wizard. Um, just like so in tune with dough that like I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> like it's such an intuition and such like a feeling. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I was at full pee. Um, I had a really hard time with the flour actually from the milk and started getting asthma. Uh, yeah. 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 Bakers, be careful. Um, Get that black lung. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then I switched lung. to pastry and I was on the pastry team for maybe two months. And then I went to a restaurant job at a seafood restaurant. <laughs> You're like, I just wanted to eat free fish. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there was a pastry chef there that mm. I wanted to work for. Her name ah. was Christina. Yeah. Cool. Um, so then I went there. Yeah. Yeah. These are it's funny because the more the more you say this, you're like someone I wanted to work for. So you'd been researching pastry chefs, bakers, things Most, like that within Victoria, and you're like, okay, who's around? I'll go taste their shit. Do I want to learn from this? Other these, than these these are your backups to your backups. Other than Cobbs, <laughs> other than Cobbs, yeah. um, every single place that I have worked has been because I've wanted to work for somebody. I was, I was gonna say with not, with intention. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, not necessarily because I have like loved the restaurant or whatever, um, but because I've wanted to work for a specific person mm. and you know have a mentor, a teacher, that kind of situation. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then you go from there, seafood restaurant. To, um, so I was there and the girl who I wanted to work for quit. After the <laughs> and then I was a lost puppy. <laughs> and then I had She's my. like, thank God, a replacement. I'm yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. um, I ended oh, up staying there funny. for like a year and a half. And my other. You wanted to work for her. You worked for her for two weeks yeah. and then you were there for a year and a half. And I was there for a year and a half. Let's go. Um, Talk about there. that never say no vibe. Hey, eh? you could have been like, <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I'll go work for someone else I want to work for. Yeah. But instead, you're like, no, nah, I can fucking, I, I can learn some shit. A hundred percent. Yeah. That was the place. I don't know if I, I think I was telling you where when I didn't have a pastry chef there, they were wanting me to like try and figure out some things. And I had mm-hmm. a sous chef. Um, his name was Aaron Bahatter, who was also amazing. And I literally would open YouTube um, and teach myself things ah, on yeah. the table. Like I wanted yeah, to make you were macaron saying this at the diner and I would watch YouTube videos on my baker's table and try and teach myself. YouTube and a lot University, of people, man. A lot of people would walk by and they'd be like, what the fuck is this girl doing on her, fo- on her phone, yada, yada. And my sous chef was all for it. He's like, you know, she doesn't have a chef. You fuckers can ask like five different people questions. Like she's just trying to figure it out. Leave her alone. Let her do her yeah. thing. Her, and shit, then I her shit tastes delicious. Like, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, at that time, it was maybe like... Maybe you were, you're still figuring out <laughs> your touch. Out, yeah. You were still figuring out your touch. But, like, regardless, okay. regardless, okay. you were... I was trying. I was really, really trying. You you had that fucking... Nah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll figure it Challenge out. Challenge accepted, Just bitch. figure it out, like, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just say yes and then figure it out. Fucking A. Um, So, yeah, I got my good friend Lexi to come be my pastry chef. And Mm. she's, um, I think she's actually a year younger than me. But she was one of those, like, knew she wanted to be a pastry chef out of the gates. Went Mm -hmm. to culinary school. uh, Makes beautiful cakes now. Has her own business. Um, Mm. Meanie in the kitchen. Like, just... Most most women are. Just mean. And... But we were good friends. Yeah. But, like, there were definitely times where I... Like, I can still hear her, like, in the back of my head being like, Shut up! Like, stay to your half of the table. Like, she just... (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Um, Bakers bakers and pastry chefs are also one of the most territorial people. 100%. In kitchens. 100%. Like, no, 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 this is my fucking station. Yeah. My fucking station. Yeah. Don't fucking leave your pot there. Yeah. 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 But like with, with pastry pr- more so than bread. I with, think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, bread is very free flowing and there's just fucking flour everywhere. And you're just like, eh, nobody I cares. know if that also but like pastries is like, I used to, I used to work with a pastry chef and like, if you left something on her fucking table for more than 38 seconds, she'd be like, Hey, why the fuck is this pot here? Lexi. <laughs> that, that, was, that was your friend Lexi. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I know your friend Lexi, but um, sounds like uh, sounds like I enjoy the cut of her jib. She taught me so much. Yeah. Um, my first like that that restaurant was probably like my first like big deep dive into pastry. Mm. I'd also never worked in a restaurant before, um, and she taught me a ton. Mm. It was how big was the plan? I want to say it was like a couple hundred seats maybe not a couple hundred seats like i think we would do like 250 covers in a, a night sometimes on like a so Friday, maybe Saturday, like 130 140 maybe, yeah like it was a big restaurant yeah um we also did sunday brunch um <laughs> which sometimes would be 400 people on like a buffet style kind of thing like it was like oh. this fine dining not no, even nothing fine is fine it's on a buffet <laughs> it, i'm like, like it didn't say like buffet this, and like, fine dining i'm like uh, they were phoning in brunch is what they were doing. Yeah, like it was... Brunch kept the lights I on. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if they made that much money off of it. People just fucking loved it. Mm. Um, But we would have like... We had 10 desserts that we would make. Shit. Yeah. 10 different kind of desserts. All little bite size. All individually decorated. Um, like petty pour size or yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, 10 different petties. Yeah. And like this large Oof, daily like creme brulee thing. Fucking no, this is just on Sundays. Oh, okay. Sundays. Okay. I was yeah. like, fucking, no. what time did you guys get there? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you leave? Did you we just set like up a, a cot? I think it was like five, five desserts on the menu, maybe six. Oh, okay. Um, and then like a cheese plate or something. And then we did our, we made our own bread. Yeah. Um, and then we had a cafe downstairs also that we made all the stuff for. Oof. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she came. That was great. Loved working with her. Um, rest That was my first like real restaurant gig. I remember mm. going in on like my first service alone was a Friday night dinner service with like 250 people. And I, Aaron dropped me off at work. I actually thought I was going to puke because I mm. was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't even know how to read a bill. I thought the seat numbers were how many desserts I needed. It was like seat 12. And I was like, I don't even have one. <laughs> or like i need 30 creme brulee and i'm like but i only have like 20 <laughs> like i had no idea i had no idea i was a deer cotton headlights um my sous chef was really great and he was just like you okay down there 
Um, mm. Other Aaron, home Aaron, was like, just one bill at a time. Just yeah. don't stop. Yeah. Just don't stop. Yeah. Just look at one bill at a time and just keep going. Yeah. Eventually, you'll eventually yeah. you'll figure out how to multitask like, throughout just all the Just communicate with other but, people yeah. if they ask you how long. Use your best judgment and just keep going. Just yeah. don't stop. Just keep going. Breathe one thing at a time. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron believes in me. <laughs> oh, oh, literally, oh, yeah, oh. literally, like he was my cheerleader the whole time. I was oh. like this, like little Bambi pastry. You're like, can, can I just have you on speakerphone? <laughs> can I just have you come help? me he probably could have done the job better than i could have at that point well that's but that's but that's where you learn to dance in a kitchen yeah like when you when you (laughs) see no but like when you see um let's say if if you ever see jake and i work a brunch service 100 you'll see the dance the dance is fun 100 percent. and when you get it is kind of when you get to know the dance yeah you love the dance yeah but like when you don't know the steps to the dance, it's terrifying. It fucking sucks. Or if somebody's in a bad mood and you're like, I don't want to pass you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Behind and I'm not sorry for it. Fuck you. I know. But like, no, I think it's, it's, but that's, you can see it in your eyes where you're like, it was stressful, but you had fucking, I did. I had, had a lo- an once, infinite amount of fun once you figured out. The once dance. I figured it out, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. It was. But like figuring it out was terrifying. Isn't fun. No. <laughs> but then you realize how much fun it actually was being terrified. Yeah, sort of. As as much fun as like I say that I say that maybe a little. You say more. that as this is the difference between well at least for me with chefs like Aaron would come home and he would have this like adrenaline yeah. high from service yeah. and I would come off a two hundred and fifty dinner service. Like and it's nap time. Well, no, like I'd get through it, like not even get through it. Like I, I could do it fairly well, but like it was just, I would be like, like <laughs> that was not enjoyable. That felt gross. Like I would have yeah. just, I, I love doing prep. Like I just, mm. I don't want to put food on plates. I just yeah. want to, whereas like you guys, you're actually cooking food on the mm. go, right? Like you're tasting things, you're creating your dishes as people are ordering them. So it's True. very different, right? Like yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, There's some... I want to make the cake. I don't want to put the cake on the plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why you pre-cut all your cakes at the diner. You're like, here, you figure it out, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I did the work. Well, I'm not you, there. You I'm lift there. it off. I work in the morning. I can't be there all the time. Um, no, but I think that's that's actually that's that's a that's a neat kind of maybe neat is the wrong word, but that's a very apt uh comparison where you're like you have that high and I think it's why a lot of once you kind of figure out how to to cook at least from a cook's perspective once you figure out how to cook mm-hmm. and you can execute with the big boys or the people who you see as the big boys mm-hmm. you do get that adrenaline high and then yeah. for a lot of degenerates that work in kitchens that lends itself to the other shit, mm-hmm. all the 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 chaos after service, the extracurriculars, yeah, the extra <laughs> curriculars, right? Yeah. Um, which some of us, myself included, fell victim to. I know. Um, but like, I think it that's ah, uh, uh, that's a good connector. 
It's like well, that. it's just like you know, no. if you're really passionate about food, you're getting to do that during service, which is what yeah. gets you through that, right? Mm-hmm. At least for me, yeah. that's what I think. Like, if I'm having, you know, I could be overloaded with prep all day and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know, there's thirty cakes for Mother's Day on order, or like Christmas is just a fucking never-ending hole of pastry <laughs> and croissants. Um, but like when you're when you're able to be making what you're passionate mm-hmm. about, it makes it worth it. Right. Well, it's Versus the whole, like, like it's the whole, you if you just, love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Well, yeah. Kind, and kind like, of it's versus like, ish, if I were ish, just ish. putting croissants in boxes all day, I'd be like, Fuck this shit. get fucked. Yeah. I don't want to, do, <laughs> I don't want to put croissants in boxes. I want to make the croissants. Right. So yeah. for me, um, I love restaurants. I love eating at restaurants. Mm. I really enjoy the restaurant that I work at currently, it's, but it's, it's different. Like, it's it's like you different. love you love restaurant culture, but like I still just want to be in my little corner doing my fucking making my, my cakes and my pastries my fucking, yeah. and my croissants and rolling my dough and yeah. like I just want to zone out. And when are you kinda... gonna put, put a croissant on the fucking diner's Never. menu? Never. Can roll a croissant. No, can roll it. You can do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I know I can. I won't. <laughs> Just and Ben would attest to that. He'd be like, why are you wasting my money? Why, why am I paying you to waste my money on a croissant that's going to cost me $12? <laughs> Literally. We That'd also don't have a freezer, so. Pish posh now. Yeah. So we need a freezer for it. Pastry. Well, maybe you can sweet talk him into getting you a fucking chest freezer or something. Nah. Too small. We don't need more clutter. One of them little, There's no little. clutter in there. It, it's so good right now. I know. I know. Yeah, if no the more fucking things. faster linen guy would stop giving me extra bags. <laughs> Fuck. I already have fucking 15 extra bags, dude. We only go through two a week. Anyways. Um <laughs> so you go you got your first restaurant for a year and a half. Yeah. Then I went to a hotel. Then a hotel. For another year and a bit. Yeah. To work for the girl who quit. Oh, you were like, I'll follow you, bitch. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So she, but did she actually stick around that time? She did. Okay. Yeah. She's still there. Um, oh, she's still there now. She is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, so they give her Christina, a good amount of money. Yeah. Shout out Christina. What's her last name? Uh, Vlaskos. Vla- Vlaskos. I think I. Vlaskos? I think it's Vlaskos. Vlaskos or. She's Filipino. Maybe. Maybe Vlaskos? Vlaskos or Velascos could, okay. could sound right. There's yeah. a lot of Spanish influence she in the Philippines. She is literally the sweetest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the nicest person you'll ever meet in the kitchen. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, saying, she I'm like Im- sitting right here. Like, what the fuck? You <laughs> she, say, embodies, you nice. she embodies the, the yes chef culture. Mm. Um, but like her technical ability on things. I think we definitely had different flavor palette profiles, like mm. obviously um, just different backgrounds and stuff like that. But the tech, like just her technical abilities, like she she could still run circles around me and fucking whoop me under the table. Um, She's probably also been doing it twice as long. She has, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, like I know she was running. I You're think, always gonna be ten years behind the Delta. Like she's running through like <laughs> deltas and like some really big hotels with like twenty pastry staff members. Yeah, um, and she was executive pastry yeah. chef at at some of those in she the was, Philippines. She was a clipboard chef, but also can run circles around. <sighs> Could she ever? Yeah, like literally yeah. so quick. Um, and just like knows a lot of like 
little stuff on how to look at sugar and know what temperature it is without using a thermometer. Um, how to look at chocolate. Was and she know... one of those crazy ones who dip her finger in the sugar and then put it into cold water right away? No, we use the spoon to know and put it in cold water to see if it was, you know, softball or hardball or whatever. But dude, I've seen, I've seen pastry chefs. I've seen pastry chefs just go. That's insane. Yeah, that's not me. And then put it in cold water. I'm like, that's crazy. How do your fingers not explode? No, that's crazy. Um, no, she taught me one about like a fork. Like if you put a fork in when sugar's at 118, you can actually blow a bubble. Ah, and then you know that cool. you're just ready for your Italian buttercream. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, and she always just said, she's like, you know, thermometers break. Sometimes they just don't work. They're... So you need to be able to see it. Yeah, she's like, you just, you know, use a thermometer, but like know what it looks like or know what chocolate looks like when it's um at a certain temperature, like ready yeah. to be used or, you yeah. know, going into temper, going out of temper, what that looks like. Yeah. Is your chocolate going to seize is, you know, um... So yeah, she was great. I worked with her for a while at the hotel. And then I didn't want to be at a hotel anymore. Um, and I was just feeling rightfully, rightfully so. They they take a special mind to be yeah, in the hotel. For it a was long unionized and I had a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, I had a really hard time with that. <laughs> the I met <laughs> I've met a few amazing people. I met I still one of like my biggest mentors actually that I probably had in the last few years was the executive sous chef um ian who was then their executive chef and like he doesn't even he knows how to do pastry um but he was savory Mm. um but just him like talking me through shit and keeping me going and you know don't give up and just keep trying and you were there you were there like four months longer just because of him yeah, yeah 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 and we still talk all the time um he's great but I also got to a point where being in Victoria, Victoria is super small. Mm. Um, so you, do you exhaust all your options? Uh, to to I, a degree. To a degree and um, not even to a degree. Like there was lots of other places to go and work. But I just kind of like had this from what I had been seeing in kitchens. It was like everybody loves somebody who's worked outside of the country. Mm. Um which now looking back is like, I think it's like kind of sad that everybody loves somebody who's worked in other countries or like it's very like highly looked upon if you've like worked in France or you've worked in the UK or you've worked in Australia or you've worked somewhere else that has a better food culture or they mm. have just better food where I'm like, okay. But, but like, what is better food? I guess more. I think I think Toronto's got a killer food culture. Toronto totally does. Totally does. Montreal fucking absolutely stubs their or hundred percent gives us the finger though 100%. because their food culture is older. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely got to this point where I felt like I needed to yeah. leave the country to yeah. get experience. Um, hmm. I would have loved to go to France. I know I would have been kicked out of a kitchen in France in two seconds because I don't speak French. And they're pretty old school. Um, so that, that's why we don't trust the French. But anyway. <laughs> um, we so, eat their croissants, but we don't trust them. I mean, I love or the croissant. French. I love the French. I'm totally fine with it. Drink wine, smoke cigarettes, and, and eat, eat cheese. butter <laughs> eat, and cheese. Eat cheese, butter, baguettes, and fucking totally. smoke cigarettes. You're yeah, good to it's go. great. 
it's totally great. Just my lifestyle. And actually, dead ass, I can probably retire in France. Right? <laughs> um, I'll go back to drinking at like 65. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the UK pays nothing. They pay less than we do and rent is twice the price. For real? Yeah. Huh. So that kind of led me <laughs> yeah. to Australia. Fuck this shit. Where yeah. I'm going they, where the criminals go. Yeah, they, pay, <laughs> they have a pretty crazy food scene in Melbourne and Australia. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I don't know if somebody at work was just talking about Australia or something, but at the time I was watching um, Zumbo's Just Desserts right. on Netflix. It was like a dessert show, yeah. and he makes all these, like, weird, crazy desserts. And so then I was following him on Instagram, and they posted, we're hiring, and I applied. At the show? No. Oh. At, he had 12 shops uh, okay, in okay, Australia. Okay. Like, um, or maybe 10, maybe 10. I don't know. I think 10. And so I just like randomly applied while I was like watching this TV show. I was like, why not try? And then I got an email back from them like two weeks later. And I think HR didn't read my um, resume closely because it, it <laughs> said Victoria, but Victoria is also a state in Australia. Mm, so I think, they thought you were already there. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So they said I could come for a trial on Monday and it was like Friday. And I was like, so I'm in Canada can't be there on monday yeah however like do you accept international students like you know yeah, um, visas travel and, visas do you yeah. sponsor people yada yada and they got back to me and they were like oh if you get like a working holiday visa yeah we'll give you a um give a trial shift not even a job just a trial yeah shift. so if you have a working travel visa you can try yeah yes yeah hey man but that's a chance there you go so then that's what we that's, did that, that's your challenge accepted yeah. motherfucker kind yeah. of attitude yeah so then um aaron and i i told aaron that i had applied to a job in australia and he was like what fucking <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> um and that they told me i could have a trial shift and again he was kind of like a trial shift and i was like we're moving to australia for a trial yeah <laughs> he was really supportive about it though like, do um, you have six backups because Moving to another country is expensive. A hundred percent. Yeah. So we sold almost everything that we owned. Wow. Um, except wow. kitchen totes. Literally sold almost everything that we owned. Moved to Australia, just for a year. We we didn't know if it would be longer than a year or just a year. Um, I did not work for just Zumbo Desserts because they went bankrupt three nights before my flight went out and closed all their stores. <laughs> yeah. So I had so like a your panic attack. Fucking hey, dude. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was in no, Kitchener at my guy. parents' house. Yeah. I was in Kitchener <laughs> at my parents' house. And like, I had spoken to HR like two days before he released This is this why you video. don't trust fucking YouTube chef. <laughs> no. I mean, he's I've really said good, it before. I'll say it he's again. He's a really good chef. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Don't fucking like I know. I've said it to like Jake. Who is it? The last there's been a couple of people that have come in for interviews in the last like six months or whatever before we had hired people that would cite this guy fucking Kenji Lopez on fucking YouTube. And now the guy is known to be a horrible fucking person. I'm like, yeah. don't fucking trust YouTube chefs, man. 
Yeah, I don't. Even, YouTube I don't chefs really are fucking bullshit. It. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I'm not, like, I'm, and I'm not yeah. of the generation that grew up on YouTube. Yeah. But like, Jay, I don't watch YouTube chefs. Daniel or like, and stuff are, and I'm like, I'll watch the occasional don't Netflix that guy, show. Man. Yeah, like Chef's um, Table is fucking great. Yeah, like I've it's watched beautiful. that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's inspiring. Yeah. It's motivational. It's great. They totally. did a great job with it. Totally. Um, I watch like, like a lot of like instagram videos of like famous chefs and stuff like yeah. that just like doing techniques like i'll save all i was gonna say more more like technical shit not just i'm just gonna throw on a fucking youtube chef yeah to, totally totally yeah. it's like unless you're, you're giving like, me a recipe a or showing me how to fucking, hold a tool yeah i'm not watching it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there better um, there better be some fucking educational yeah. shit here yeah 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 but um YouTube yeah so we went there i was also i knew where I, I had like a list of places so i wanted to work for zumbo desserts tivoli road bakery Mm-hmm. Um and Loon Croissant. Those were like my top three places. And in Australia, when you have your working holiday visa, you have to switch jobs every six months. You can't stay at a place longer than six months. Uh, yeah. yeah Otherwise, right? they have to sponsor you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can sponsor you. Um. So I worked at... I ended up working at Tivoli Road, which mm-hmm. worked out great. I had actually applied to do bread um because i wanted to learn bread from michael james who world-renowned baker unbelievably wizard just wizard another 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 one another one of them fucking Um, wizards mate yeah goddamn witchcraft yeah he's a wizard his ethics around food are amazing Mm. um they used a lot of local farmers local wheat Mm. seasonal um that's gotta be so so like as as tricky as it is for a restaurant like let's say the diner, the diner is the mm-hmm. farm, but like for a fucking bakery to be like, hey man, how's the wheat crop doing this year of your yeah. super niche fucking grain yeah. Yeah. that I need to grow? Yeah, it's so really that hard. My shit can, yeah, fucking bananas, yeah. dude. And like having bread be consistent with like locally milled flour and stuff like that can be. It's it's what keeps it fun. So many people always like I've heard I you know people have asked me like oh don't you get bored it's just like the same three ingredients flour water salt and you're like well no every, every because day every day is, is different, different. Yeah. every day is different and trying to get it to be consistent it's like is a, the fun part it's like a toddler you're trying to please yeah it's the fun like keep it trying to keep it consistent in is fucking the fun three part. months it's not going to do the same thing yeah. that it did fucking yeah, yeah. Or the bread it, the bread tells you what it needs and you know, mm. if you're good enough at what you do. Yeah. Um You are a shifter, you, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I am. Maybe I should have given you the stool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um if you're good enough at what you do, then you can tell the bread what to do. But like most mm. of the time I feel like the bread usually told me what to do and I was just like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. You need to be folded or you should be put in the fridge or <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Um Interesting. Yeah, so I worked at Tivoli Road. Um, wanted to do bread. Michael James is not there. He had just sold Tivoli's like a month God before I got there, which was absolutely heartbreaking to me. But I was Bro, like, you're on like the tail end of everything. I know. I know. I'm so yesterday. My whole life is just it's so yesterday. Um, I was heartbroken, but there were a bunch of people from his original team that were still there. So okay. I was like, you know what? Like I'm, and like the product was still beautiful and like yeah. Tivoli had a great name and I really liked all the girls that worked there. So I gave it a go, but I was actually their pastry chef, their head pastry chef. Cause their head pastry chef, um, was leaving to go to another restaurant. Okay. So I took over for her. Let's go. Ella, who is very cool. Um, very good at her job. 
also knows how to do savory another one of those like <laughs> unicorn wizard chefs that i'm like fuck you and your palate because it's so good yeah. <laughs> and now you know how to do both things <laughs> um yeah, but yeah a, i worked there that's a killer right there yeah i worked yeah. there that was like um that was like where i feel like i really kind of found me in food mm. or like my style or um what i like for a long time i was doing other people's menus and like i had some creative input and or you were or, or you were I would learning do, some shit off youtube and you're like yeah how can i translate yeah this? and like yeah. i would get to do like dessert features and stuff like that but um it was never like fully my section i guess and mm. i just kind of got left alone to like in a good way like they yeah. just kind of were like here because um, yeah, like they knew i had a lot of experience we trust you yeah we, we know you have the best of intentions yeah have some fun yeah and Interesting. that was really cool for me because for a long time i was like scared of making mistakes so i think that keeps creativity in a box mm. and i mean i was definitely still scared to make mistakes there you finally um, accepted the process not there i didn't no no the next oh. place i did oh, okay um which is a very interesting story um but yeah oh. tivoli road was great i had so much fun there i love that bakery inside and out i met a lot of good people there mm. um one of my now best friends who i literally spent a year with I still talk to her every morning on my way to work. Oh. Yeah. Rosemary Andrews, who's an insane, an insanely good pastry chef. She's phenomenal. She's crazy. Mm. Um, I met her there. So yeah, just like all around, like it was like, it was pretty crazy. Like some of their stuff was like, there were some really busy times of the year. Like they were rocking out like sometimes 2000 hot cross buns around Easter, like a day. Yeah. Like it was fucking good wild. Douche. It was wild. Holy shit. Yeah, it was insane. Um, How many staff? They would have like... Not hot, enough. <laughs> yeah, just not enough. Just one, not enough. One person makes hot cross buns all day, every day for the... Uh, there would be like night shift. Jesus like you would just come Christ. in and make hot cross buns and then there would be like two for other like people. For like 12 who, hours. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and I did a little bit of bread there. Mm-hmm. Um, my head baker, Monique, um, we would kind of like, I'd go in and she would train me a little bit on bread just to learn like their technique. And then I think I did my last like full month, maybe two months that I was there. I actually switched from the pastry. Cause we found another girl who she knew she was ready to take over the position. They knew that my time was coming to an end. Mm. Um, and Oh yeah. Because it's only the six because months. of the stupid six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I switched over to bread and then I was like, okay, this is intense. Like it was just like run, run, run. And a lot of work. Like bread is just so hard on your body. It was, it was crazy. It's but, say, but um, you probably left there with fucking boulder shoulders. It did. Just yeah. Fucking jacked. Every time I do bread, I get really in shape, which yeah. Um, but and why do you complain about the fucking bread at the restaurant so much? It's because there's not enough to get you in shape. Yeah. <laughs> there's enough for me to want to eat it and not enough to lift on a regular basis. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went from there. So, yeah, like you said, you you found your flow. I you, did. You started I started to enjoy the process at the next joint. Yeah. And um, like I found 
my style, um, figured out what I liked, what, um, like when five, what you're five years in at this point, maybe five, six years in yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's pretty quick for finding your style. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I still feel like I'm behind. I think so. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I started to kind of like come into my own a lot more there. Like I had, I had done stuff, like I do, did a lot of stuff at home that I felt like was truly me, but this was mm. the first, um, I guess work environment mm. that. Where you're like, oh, that just fucking works. Yeah. Baby. And yeah. just where somebody trusted me, mm. um, to let me do my thing Yeah, without having a lot of input and yeah. somebody giving me that trust gave me the want to be creative mm. um so for me that's a huge thing like that's a big thing and i think you know there's definitely trusting people and like you can't trust everybody to let them go nuts with creativity yeah. um but yeah like the yeah it was just it was lovely it was great mm. um and then i went and did a few day trial at loon croissant which was also really crazy um their croissants are absolutely beautiful their techniques are phenomenal um and i did not take that job but a pop-up came up for a restaurant mm -hmm. that was developing a pastry team that was moving over into like this massive like condo building kind of thing but it had okay. three restaurants a bakery oh. um they have uh, like a high tea pastry shop now like kind a of food thing court kind of vibe but like no, no like it was like, like individually think like, seated situations think, yeah yeah oh, okay yeah like a tasting menu of desserts and like fine dining china fucking tea japanese tea shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah um and that wow. was called omnia so oh, i was on their research and development team which was a very cool opportunity, which is why I didn't see, take Loon, just because it was like... See more of the science of it. Yeah, see more of the, the science, um, get to be more creative. Mm. Um, John, my chef there, I had only met him once, but he was good friends with one of the girls that I worked with at Tivoli's, and mm. she spoke incredibly highly of him, and he's very, very, very talented. Um, And so that job... That job was really interesting for me because I've always hated failing. <laughs> like, makes me really uncomfortable. And for a long time, I was like a snowballer. Where like fucking roll of your eyes are fucking. I do, yeah. And like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to move on from it. Like, mm. I'd get obsessive over failing in like a bad way. Um, and that job took me out of that headspace. Mm. Um, John took me out of that headspace and made me realize that like, if we're trialing failing five recipes the, in a day and they the all fail. And I would just like, be like, we're not using any of those five. Cool. Like that lesson what, learned. <laughs> I mean, why did she hire me? I don't know. Um, yeah. I was devastated. Like I was fucking devastated the, the first few days. I'm you were like, devastated oh by the intended purpose of an R and D kitchen. Yeah. Like, I just was like, I'm, I'm. You're like, this isn't how it's supposed to fucking go. Yeah. Ah. Like, it was just really, it was really, really hard for me. Talk um, about, talk and about fucking swishing it up on yourself. Holy uh, shit. But that was the thing. It was like mm. putting myself in an incredibly uncomfortable position mm. of something that 
I didn't have com- like I knew that that was the worst quality about me in a mm. kitchen and I wanted to fix it. Smart. And I had a, that little Lexi pastry chef who was so mean to me. Um, I couldn't make cheesecakes for the life of me. I'm still really bad at making like no a, cheesecakes a classic New York cheesecake. Fuck New York. In a water bath. Fuck I'm New really York. good at making bath or Basque cheesecakes. Yeah. Only because they're like burnt on the outside. Because the intended purpose is literally. to almost over, is to overcook it. Well, hey, the inside is like ish. jiggly, right? Like yeah. it's like custardy, but the outside is burnt. Yeah. Um, but I used to avoid doing cheesecakes at the Marina restaurant, which was the seafood restaurant. Mm-hmm. And Lexi used to make me do them when she realized that I hated doing them. All I was doing was making cheesecake. Yeah. And she was like, guess what you're doing for half of your day every day. She literally, I just remember her saying to me at one point, she was like, if you want to get good in this industry, all the things that you are terrified of doing and the things that you fucking hate doing, just do them, do them until you're good at them and yeah. do them over and over and over and over and over until you're not. Do it like you love it. She just said, just keep doing it until that is out of your system. And so that's what Mm. Omnia was for me. It was, Mm. I am terrified of failing to the point that sometimes it holds me back. And going into an R&D kitchen where it was failure every day, failure after failure after failure. Your job is to fail. (laughs) But I wonder if that's like, do a lot of those, a lot of those positions at, at that specific R&D kitchen, are they filled by people who are there on working visas or was it no not i'm like because i imagine there were some guys there's, in there's the some savory people, kitchen yeah. there were guys in the savory kitchen who are, are on working holidays yeah. um because they had a lot of sponsorships actually uh, okay they had yeah. a lot of actually a lot of australia there's not a lot of cooks there's oh, my phone Sounds um popular there I like there were not a ton of Australian chefs mm-hmm. from at least what I saw. Like there were definitely some. Yeah. But there was a lot of sponsorships, working holidays. Yeah. Um I got a I got a buddy, Alex, who's yeah. out there right now and he's like, Yeah, I'll be here for the next four or five years. Totally. Totally. Because you're just I probably honestly you're like I in. probably would have been um Aaron and I, like it was a really, really hard decision to come home. Mm-hmm. It was just our families are so far away and my fam like both of our families are very important to us. And so knowing that it's like a 36 hour plane ride, Fuck. um, that's oh. just, yeah, it's really, it's really difficult to be that far. And like, Holy but, shit. um, we had an amazing time when we were there. I, Omnia was really, really intense. Like who knows if I even could have like kept up with it. My, mm. it was just, it was a lot like it, they were because I wonder, Intent chefs and I was wondering too it's like is would they just hire like people who are on the visas because they know that that kind of environment is gonna kind of beat a certain mind up that like that your intended purpose is to fail but also develop like the recipes so. but like I wonder I yeah know. I don't know I know a lot but, of the people who did um they took sponsorship hmm. Um, I was on, I was, I think one of the only one or two that didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we got paid well. They made amazing food. Mm. Like Steve, um, Steve Nairn was the chef. He's worked at a bunch of places in Australia. I think he worked at 11 Madison park too. Um, most, most, most EMP fucking, uh, alumni are, yeah, they're pretty about that life. 
yeah. Yeah, he's worked like there was also Boudamont in Australia. I think mm. he was chef there. Um phenomenal cook. Also very like logical, like some of the time. Like I definitely people said he had a temper. I didn't always see his temper, but I also didn't work online with him. Like <laughs> um, I definitely had seen him having conversations with young chefs and being very logical about things. And like, I remember this one time we were upstairs cause the pop-up was in this old house and like, mm-hmm. it was a really, like it was a really cute restaurant downstairs, but my pastry kitchen was upstairs and the office was upstairs and the backpack and the dry storage was upstairs and like yeah. this attic. Um, and this like cook was doing something in the backpack and he was like making a mess. And, you know, I was kind of looking at him while I was typing out recipes on the computer being like, what are you doing kid? Like, I don't know what's going on over here. And like, I think somebody else was in there kind of thinking the same thing. Like, what what the fuck is this kid doing? And like the lights were down low. And like, I think Steve just walked in and was like, all right, all right, stop. And like, take a step back. Look at what you're doing. Okay, first, let's turn on the lights. And like, he didn't like yell at the kid. Like he took the time to just be like, think like, stop Mm. what you're doing and stop getting, you know, kind of inside your own head and getting flustered and snowballing into this like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Now I look stupid because I'm acting stupid. Now I'm just getting flustered. And he was just like, you know, just take a second and like, look at your surroundings, Mm. figure it. And like, you know, he wasn't like that all the time, but But like that that moment in that that moment, he's like, hey, man, assess the situation. Totally. Make a change. Yeah. Um, And like. Yeah, he he also like really knew how to get people to do what he needed them to do. Mm. Which, I mean, that's that's a true chef right there. That's yeah, the 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 ability to expedite is like like he could be. I mean, I, but I can expedite. I can better. expedite one person. This guy could probably expedite fucking thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like that's they were all like that, right? Like mm. all of the like there was a um, executive Sue Sam and like John to like you know. I was terrified of John, but John like was never mean to me. Like John definitely had a temper, but like he was like the nicest person to me. Yeah. Um. And it he probably knew because I was just always like shaking in my boots all the time. If I fucked up, I was just like, oh, sorry, John. <laughs> you know. Um. And because I gave too many fucks, I always give too many fucks. So yeah. there's, I feel like you know, sometimes you see those people and you're like, okay, I'm not going to yell at you because I can clearly see that you yelled it in your own head at yeah. yourself for the yeah. last hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, I was there. I didn't take that sponsor. That was like a really difficult decision for mm. me to not um, stay. Because you you take the sponsorship in there for what four years? Yeah, I think Minimum. it's a four year f- sponsorship. Yeah, so which like, is like that's a long which, time. Which you're like legally binded. You at, aren't at a point, though. At you're a not. Which is also like no? I had a few guys tell me they're like, just take like if you don't want to stay the full four years, just take the sponsorship and then bounce after a year or two. But like, it's expensive for a company yeah. to do that. Um, like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, like I think it's around ten grand or something. Like it's not it's cheap. Like ten grand a year. Yeah, or I don't. Is it? No, I thought it was like ten or, or maybe, maybe twelve. Maybe that's in the states. I know the states is like at least eight. I think it's the last time I checked was like close to ten years ago. But it yeah. was like at least five grand a year. I don't think it's that much. I think it's like a a set amount. But either way, it's not yeah. cheap, right? And okay. I just like that's on a, a serious moral... investment for someone who you don't, you might not know that. Well. Yeah, and like I mean the. They had investment people who were, you know, 
Like it wasn't a mom and pop shop. Yeah. Sponsoring me. Put it yeah. that way. Um, but just on a moral standpoint, I felt really guilty. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to knowingly accept a sponsorship and then say that I'm only going to stay for half of it. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That it kind just of shit stresses shitty. me out. Yeah, I feel well, shitty. Like, I feel like, like a shitty human I being. I know this is shitty because this is not the nice thing to do. Yeah. It's not the, the maybe nice is the wrong, the moral thing to do. Yeah. Where you're just like, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take it. But like, I'm not saying for fucking Well, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I need, try and I be a very like, family. like <laughs> upfront and honest person in a kitchen. Yeah. Some I change my mind a lot. <laughs> Because I get bored easily. You should though. Um, it's good to have a a a, a fluid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I change my mind a lot. To a degree. My goals change Maybe your a lot. Stand, your standard doesn't change. But yeah. I think every, a lot. My brain doesn't stop, but you know, you just try and be open and honest. And I knew that that was not being open and honest. If Dude, I isn't isn't that the best part? If I took that. <laughs> like, I shouldn't say the best part about having a partner who's also in the industry, but like. So my girl now, she's never worked in, she's, she's worked like as a bartender for like a year or two, but like, yeah, it's fine. You want to take a, <laughs> let me whispered that. Don't worry. The mic probably still picked that up. Um, yeah. You want to take a, let's take a pee break. We can pause. Can we do that? Right back. And we'll pee break we'll the... come back to, uh, where, where are we talking about? Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back from a pee break. Oh, <laughs> Michelle feels we're so back much to better. Australia. I, um, I know. I had too many iced teas. Hey, that's what it is. Those those things are wicked tasty. They're though. so good. They're wicked. I wasn't tasty. expecting it to be bubbly. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, it's so like it it's like, surprise, but, I but love... they're like it's micro bubbles. Yes, it's not like it's not like burpy. Yeah. bubbly shit. They're so good. I suck um, at this, but. <laughs> But I was saying before uh, the pee break there, it was um, like I when when you say like your brain is always thinking. Yeah. I let my girl in on like we were having it was like a month or two ago. Yeah. And we were having like a little disagreement about something. And I was like, do you want a taste of what my brain does? on a daily every single day every minute of every scene do you want to taste yeah and i just went on a three minute rant and by the end of it i wasn't talking about the original point i'm like that's what my brain does this is what i'm trying to i try to fucking parse through yeah. all of this shit so my that brain when, is when like i that. just text you random things it's yeah. so that i don't forget what i'm yeah. talking about or what i'm yeah. thinking or how i'm feeling in a given moment it's like and it, it's it's like half of I think the reason why minds like ours, like yours and, you know, coupling myself in with you on this one, but it's like you end up gravitating towards a certain, maybe, maybe a, maybe a certain restaurant mentality. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to work for this person because you can see how someone's mind works and you can see how they execute their menu or their or their pastry or their their attention to detail or mm-hmm. the visual element of it mm-hmm. how beautiful it is or whatever the ethos is like that's why i found i found how i felt in restaurants before i knew how i felt in restaurants yes so the first the then. first yeah. time i worked with ben mm-hmm I knew I wanted to be 
around that ethos. Yeah. But I didn't I know Ben's a trip. But I didn't hey? know. I really like working for him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he's never gonna listen to this. So okay, you, good. you can talk all the shit you want. Um or or oh pray or know, praise him or praise him all you want. Shit. I don't um, want to talk shit. But I think it's 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 one of those things where like if you can taste how that mind works. Yeah. You, it's like it, give me that. It, it confu- <laughs> how do I have that? <laughs> but it confuses the fuck out of people sometimes. Totally. Like she she looked at me after that because I think we were having like a disagreement or an argument or something. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, that's how your mind works. Like and she knows how my mind works mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. But when it fixates on fucking details, she just like she'd look at me and just like, I what? Yeah. How totally. do you how do you live with that? I'm totally. like, I fucking exercise too much, okay? And that calms it down. Yeah. I run. Yeah. And it calms it down. I know. I'm still waiting on my spin bike <laughs> for this reason. <laughs> I'm like, I need a healthier you're, outlet other than smoking cigarettes and drinking wine. I mean, but you're fucking you're almost like two weeks off the darts, no? Yeah. Two, three weeks? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, April eleventh. I think I've had one. Yeah. Yeah, after well, my birthday, okay, I was like one. really hungover, and then I thought I was just hungover and old, and then I ended up having COVID, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> all right." <laughs> That's I'm old with COVID, um, literally, <laughs> and hungover. Old. We're in our fucking early thirties. We're not old. I feel old. Yeah, well, my body feels restaurants old. Restaurants do that broken. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you're in Australia. You're coming home. And then came home. Uh, we traveled for a few months, three or four months, smart. all over. Smart. Um, you're like you're like we were well paid in Australia. Let's go have some fun. Yes, yeah. that's <laughs> exactly what happened. Um, Here's our nest egg for when we get back to Canada. But like, let's have some fun, motherfucker. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what we did. We get home. I. Where'd you go? Where'd you go eat? Because, you know, it's two fucking food people. There's no uh, way you didn't go to well, some food places. We went to Singapore first. Well, we went all over Australia. Yeah. Um, we did a big road trip. Aaron's dad came down. We went all over there. They weren't super big foodies, but, like, I went to a lot of bakeries. My thing is also, like, I don't always go to, like, restaurants, but, like, you know, one time Aaron and I drove to San Francisco from BC, and I made him go to, like, 27 bakeries in, like, 10 days or something. <laughs> yeah. Um carb loading Jesus yes Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. yeah <laughs> he's like that scene out of what is it the grinch <laughs> when he's like shoving food in his mouth. i'm like eight four um yeah so we we went around australia we went to singapore mm-hmm. um to see my friend that i met um when i was in australia mm-hmm. went to like some hawker hall the street food there was really good uh, one of the best restaurants I've ever like actually eaten at was like, I don't even remember what it's called. I have it saved on my Google, I'm sure. Mm. Um, it was a Turkish restaurant in Singapore, hole in the wall. They were playing like super, I don't know, crazy loud, like 90s rap picnic tables. Um, bread came out in a paper bag, Turkish bread, and like best fucking food I've ever had. Like it was so good, like top five. Let's go. So good. Um, where else did we go? Do you, remember, we do you remember the name of it? Um, no. 
No, don't worry about it. No, I know. I'm like, don't pull your phone out because then it'll I know. Be- <laughs> I know. It'll just be me searching Get lost on my phone scrolling. Like, Ooh. <laughs> Look at all these places. Um, yeah, it was it was unreal. Um, we did like Germany, ate a lot of street food, Bavarian food, yeah. delicious. Bavaria's fucking great yeah. for meats and pretzels yeah. and fucking all that totally. shit. Totally. Uh, pork on a bun. Yeah. Uh, went to Paris. That was like a trip that I was even like planning on taking myself mm-hmm. just alone. Um, but we met up with like some other friends and stuff and I just like ate pastry and chocolate every day. Like I had a budget that I had given myself of like daily budget of I can't spend more than this on fucking Oh no, it well like it was it was bad. Like it was a bad budget. Like I think I spent like twelve hundred dollars in chocolate in like a week. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. My whole I bought another take suitcase. home or just Yeah, or no just, take home. Take okay. Home. So like No uh, fucking what? <laughs> Fucking you but ate it, was, it all. You made twelve hundred dollars It was like we would go to a bakery and I would order like six things and like I would have I only wanted a bite of each one. Yeah. So then um, rewrap it and stick it in the fucking And then suitcase. I would give it to my friends or yeah. you know. And they were like, Oh, Michelle, this is so much pastry. And I'm like, hey, sorry. <laughs> um oh had some God. amazing pastry. Spent there. Of chocolate in a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have any of it left? Oh, uh, that's old. That's too old. What? what? Oh, yeah, I guess this was yeah. like months ago, right? No, this was pre-pandemic. Oh, pre-pandemic. This oh, was pre-pandemic. Shit. Yeah. So, like, we traveled after Australia. Um, oh, right. And then pretty much back to just, Victoria. Yeah, like, we got back from Victoria and then, boom, pandemic. And um, I had interviews. Well, I had an interview in Paris, but for um the fairmont mm-hmm. empress in victoria ah yeah to work for um dominic fortin who is an amazing pastry chef mm. he's my favorite pastry chef <laughs> i love dominic um he's my fave still talk to him all the time he's actually in montreal right now uh and i'm, go- he... I'm going to montreal in september he's still gonna be there no, he runs um, a kitchen in Whistler. Um, but sometimes he does come back to Montreal because he's a Cocoa Berry ambassador. So he teaches classes at the Cocoa Berry School. Ah, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to work for him. So I did a shitload of interviews to get into a hotel. It's a lot of interviews to get into a hotel. Yeah. It was like a lot of HR, Cobra a lot of this, a lot of that. Sucks. Um, <laughs> Did a big trial shift, design a menu for them, go mm-hmm. into a kitchen that you've never been in before. And they're like, here, cook us like five different menu items. And like, I I can like understand when it's like savory and you're like and you making can, it. You but can like, play it's like, a little bit. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm having to make like a slice of cake. Like I had to make a fucking half sheet pan of cake to have four slices of it. Yeah. Also, like some of the cakes that I make take like it's a three day process or like a two day process, not because it physically takes that long, but like layers need to set and no blast freezers or there's not many like nobody in Victoria. There's like one, two people in Victoria that have fucking blast freezers. So. And you're like, I can't take this off site. So Um, so I did that, got the job, um, worked at the fairmont for him mm. for two weeks and then the pandemic happened and then i got laid off and then that was that yeah yeah and then i was off for a while 
Um, went to work for an ice cream shop, mm. which was like a got jack got a jacked right shoulder again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to work for an ice cream shop for Autumn, who um. At that point, I just really wanted to work. I couldn't sit at home anymore. I had been traveling for like four months and then like off for like another four. And yeah. I was just like, I can't like, like just my brain anything, is going anything, fucking anything insane. Yeah. yeah. I would go for like walks for like eight hours alone. Jesus. And Aaron's like, do you want company? And I'm like, no. <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> I love you, but I'm going to go by but, myself. <laughs> but I also love my 12 hours away from you. Totally. Yeah. I'd like because wake up you... in the morning and yeah. bake something, whatever I could find at the grocery store. Because that was the other thing. Everybody wanted to learn how to fucking bake bread like, during the pandemic. Bro, you guys are going to do this for two months and then you're going to fuck up. Stop using up my flour. No, I couldn't <laughs> find anything. I couldn't find flour. I couldn't no find yeast. yeast. Like yeah. nothing. I was just like, all right. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough in like, you know, my old boss, Cliff, that mills all of his own flour. I was like, hey, homie, can I have some flour? And he was like, yeah, just come by. And like he gave me like, you know, I could buy flour and nice butter off of him and um, farm eggs and organic dairy. You can still have some fucking fun. Yeah, it's great. Um, But yeah, then I went to work for Autumn and it was like a baker position, like literally scooping cookies was uh, scooping cookies making macaron and sheets of decois for ice cream sandwiches and she was like you're way overqualified for this job and i was like please for the love of god i will make every cookie look the same like you need me to scoop 2500 cookies in a day every single one will be round and every single one will be the same just give me a job yeah um i'm going insane yeah i, I need to be busy yeah um and she did hmm. and i'm so grateful for that because she's one of the best people in hospitality that I've ever met. Mm. Um, she always tells she, you know, she's the first person to say, I'm not classically trained or I'm not a chef or I'm not this or I'm not that. But like working for her was great. Um, amazing environment at work. Um, she was like my biggest cheerleader. She was one of the first people, not first people. I've had a lot of people in my corner over the years that were. I was going to say, it sounds like you've had quite a few really solid mentors. I mean, for, um, for most of the people that you're like, yeah, these people are good fucking people. Yeah. Like, I mean. Talented. Yeah. I've had some like people. hard, hard times um, in like chaotic kitchens and haven't always like loved every minute of it. But <laughs> I mean, I th- always think things can be worse. And um, the people that I wanted to work for mm-hmm. were great. The people who I went to specifically work for or with um, for the sole purpose of working at a company mm-hmm. For them, yes, those people that I went to work for were great. <laughs> the, poli- um, the politics were not. Yeah. yeah. Um, or yeah. the other company of surrounding yeah. humans. Is what it is. Um, but <laughs> focusing on the good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Autumn, you know, she was the first person to, like, she just kept saying to me, why haven't you opened up your own bakery? And I guess mm. when I say, like, my biggest cheerleader, I mean... She was the first person that didn't want me to just stay working for them forever. Yeah. Um, she. Well, because she knew. She really was just like, just I like, want you to like go spread your wings, try and open your own thing, do your own thing. I want to mm-hmm. like, she pushed my name all over Victoria. Um, she got me really well known with a lot of her like regular customers and stuff like that, which I was really grateful for. 
which then they end up buying a bunch of your home stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. The, um, I, we ended up, you know, she ended up having a lot of trust in me. We ended up doing a ton of new menu items, which was great. Nice. Um, and just the capacity of the fact that it wasn't like a crazy stressful job. And it was also like super great hours. Like I think I was doing four tens and it was like eight to six or something. Like it was like not at 2 a.m. Like yeah, literally yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. this is real, what life real is. Real people times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to be nice to me and I can be home at six o'clock. <laughs> um, Jesus. And the ingredients that she used were also phenomenal so this that was that was another thing that i had a hard time with at a lot of hotels was just like the ingredient quality wasn't always there it's fucking gfs baby yeah yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like autumn barona chocolate farm fresh eggs all organic dairy nice. was so lovely beautiful um but yeah having having that mental capacity um by having a little bit of a easier job or you know just not as go 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 as i was used to hmm. in the last few years um gave me the mental capacity to yeah start doing my own home stuff and open alice marie um start my website and start taking home orders and alice then, marie alice this is marie. you yeah that's me <gasps> i have a website <laughs> i have a I website mean, you're gonna text me the fucking website and yeah. i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah um do. um that's fucking awesome man. yeah so and that like went really well i was really nervous to do it i i had done home stuff for like a long time on like you know friends of friends or like people yeah. at work being like can you make my birthday cake can you make my kids cake can you make my wedding cake um a lot of cakes and like i like making cakes but i don't like functions, making functions cakes. baby <laughs> yeah like i really enjoy making cakes but i don't like making cakes that other people tell me to yeah, and a yeah. lot of the time you'll get people who are like seeing cakes on pinterest or they have a theme or they have this or they have that yeah. and they're like can, can you make me the spitting image of this cake and i'm like eh. not that i don't like the cake i think yeah. the cake is beautiful this just is not fun for yeah me. i'm not a fucking cake decorator i'm a pastry chef well, no, I am. A, I love decorating cakes. Okay. Um, but I like the creative aspect of it, yeah. right? So for how's me your, to how's your buttercream? Yeah, my buttercream's great. It's really delicious. You've had it. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> I love it so much. I love a lot of buttercream, but like sparingly, it's good. I used to I used to date a, a cupcake and cake decorator oh, in, my, in my early twenties. <laughs> yeah. So like, I've eaten. I couldn't do that. I could kilos that of buttercream yeah, in my me. life, and it's fucking no. I can't. Do I that. love it so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like it has a time and a place, and yeah. it's on like birthday cakes and you know skim coats on outside of cakes, but like yeah. good buttercreams, good buttercream, good crumb coats. Yeah, yeah. Skim there you go. Crumb See? cake. Yeah. Come join me on vacation. I have I have crumbed a cake before. You have crumbed a cake. I have. It looked like <laughs> shit. It well, was it's not because it's a crumb coat. <laughs> I know, but like you know how you can see you see like crumb coats that like they're still like square and beautiful yeah. or rounded and nice. Yeah. Like <laughs> mine did not look like yeah. that. My, my ex was just like, here, see if you can crumb this. And I was like, All right, let me see if I can. <laughs> I wasn't like, Oh, I could definitely do it. I'm like, maybe it's probably gonna look like shit. And it looked like, totally yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, how many crooks <laughs> I've had walk by me and be like, well, I just wish I could play with buttercream all day. And I'm like, 
you're more than welcome to try and use this piping bag. Yeah. I know you can't. Yeah. Like you're going to overfill your, your, it. Your rosette game is dog all over yourself. Done. Yeah. Like yeah. you're you, not, you're not going to, you're going to squeeze with both hands like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. 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 No precision. My, my, my rosettes are actually not half fed. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, all, I've garnished a couple of cupcakes. I think in my all day. cooks should learn how to use a piping bag properly. At least, at least just learn how to Even squeeze just to it. Pipe, that's it. Whip butter. Yeah. Even like if that's from it. the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> so then you go, you're home, you're home again. I'm at cool comfort in cool Victoria, comfort. Yeah. but I am. Yeah. I'm back you're in Victoria. You're doing your home thing. You're doing your home stuff. Home stuff and full-time job. Yeah. Um, Working stuff, stuff, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Home stuff started to take off quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up going to work for Cliff Lear again at Full of Pea. Nice. I came full circle. <laughs> uh, because he just needed three days a week and I could work three tens. Yeah. Um, and I just really wanted to, I was having a hard time with the cookie scooping. My wrists were going, um, arthritis setting in. Literally. Yeah. yeah. 2,500 cookies a day some days. Like I definitely, like I had help, um, from another like we usually had another young person with us but like yeah Just some imagine your hands yeah it was up. crazy yeah um or like you, you got know ambidextrous real quick yeah or like a couple like i think you know macaron days were like 800 macaron Oof. 45 sheet pans of dequa which is like 45 kilos of dequa in a day <laughs> oh it's just it's a lot of repetition oh my god um so I wanted to roll for something. I don't even so I was remember like, the last what? time I saw what 45 sheet trays of anything looked like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. So I figured if I was going to be doing a lot of repetition stuff that mm. I just wanted to roll croissants. And I really miss doing croissants because that's yeah. like my favorite thing to yeah. make. So it was great. I went back to work for Cliff. Um, rolled croissants three days a week. Baked some bread. Crashed home shit. And yeah, and then home stuff got like pretty busy. And then I started doing um, these like little things called snack packs on Saturdays, snack pack Saturdays. Snack pack sets. Um, and it was just like slices or individual things off of my menu that you would buy as like a whole cake. I would serve in slices and it was rotating. So once a month, the menu would change. Cool. And I would do six items in a box for like 30 bucks. So it was a little yeah. bit more um, and it's like, approachable it's very in terms like, of price point. You get what you get. Yeah. And it was just. You, you get what I feel like making. A hundred percent. And it allowed somebody like, you know, you not, you're not ordering a full size $70 cake every day. Yeah. And <laughs> with me name. not having a storefront, it's hard to justify saying just selling. Like I can't, I can't. Yeah. make one slice of something for somebody like it's just not efficient yeah right? that seems so this was kind of the happy medium between hmm. um people being able to try different things off the menu so that when they did have an occasion or somewhere to go it meant that they knew what it tasted like mm. and that if they liked it it's worth the money yeah. to spend i'll grab a couple of snack packs and people will be happy totally ah, yeah nice. um so that kind of took Super off smart. And then one day I woke up and I was like, we should move to Ontario, Aaron. And he was like, what? Because I never thought that we would come back here. <laughs> um, I just really miss my family. Yeah. Um, 
I really wanted to be in Toronto. I really, Melbourne was the first big city that I had ever lived in. Yeah. Cause Victoria is only what, like 200,000? Um, I think it's more than that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's half mil. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I don't it's know still like, it's still pretty small. Like feel, it feels feel, really feels small. like a big, small town. Totally. Yeah. Um, and Melbourne was the first big city that I lived in and I loved it. Fucking Melbourne. I know. I like I just loved it so much and for a long time especially because coming back after the pandemic I was like did I just like really love Australia that much or like what's mm. happening like should I go back there or should I not um and now coming here like I think I re- had really chalked it up to like yes I love my time in Australia but I just really enjoyed being in a big city mm. and so we decided to come back to Toronto nice and I could not be happier with the decision that we have made nice yeah i'm feeling like super at home here kind of settling in now have a great job i was gonna work say with wonderful people you <laughs> <laughs> tried to kick me there i know i'm, I'm little um and i mean even man that is a fucking that's that's a fun fucking ride it is and yeah. you, but you've also I'm had crazy. like a partner in crime with you the whole time yeah right like yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure in Australia, yeah. Aaron fucking made his own little friend group or whatever. Or maybe yeah. you guys just had the same friends, but it was yeah. like, well, he worked having, in restaurants. Having well, that support he worked system. Perry while he was there, which Ooh. is great. Yeah, he worked for yeah, nice. a lot of really good people. Um, he had a crazy ride in Australia too. Yeah. I mean, he's had a crazier culinary ride than I have. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> add add more I'm years. Sure add more years that. equals more crazy rides. Oh, yeah. we're we're definitely gonna get him on soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but with that, we've come full circle. I know. In your uh your your first time appearance on Meatball Thoughts. I know. I'll get you back eventually and we'll talk shit. You talk positivity. We're gonna talk no, shit next I time. Don't <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> um so typically at the end of the episodes, we do a little shout out. So is there a restaurant that you've been to recently or one you're excited to go to, or maybe a bakery that you're excited to go eat at or a pastry chef in the city you're excited to go eat their stuff that you I went like. to bar isabel recently yeah. um their food was phenomenal yeah didn't eat the whole menu need to go back hmm. there is a croissant place that i how, have not how is how is their best their best cake their bass cake was not a cheesecake. Um, Were you upset? Well, no, no, no. It, it, like, me, me I ben, almost got you talking there. <laughs> me and Ben had this conversation. I was like, is it a cheesecake? And he was no. like, no, it's a bass cake, Rochelle. And I was like, oh, well, like, and I should have known. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I knew what it was, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's an almond cake. And it was delicious. It was mm-hmm. really good and it served warm. I love warm desserts. Yeah, um, I don't so actually usually order desserts a lot at restaurants. Yeah. But like, um, but because you, my you favorite... enjoyed the savory so much. You're like, come on, they can't fuck this up. Yeah. Well, no, not even that. Um, I I really like simple desserts. The only desserts that they I have, will usually. They have a bakery upstairs too. Did you know that? Do they? That's I didn't where know That's that. where they do all the bread for all okay. the other restaurants. Yeah. They had good bread too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I just really like simple desserts so when i mm. see a dessert that's very simple on a menu yeah um i will usually order that like a big fan of flour with chocolate cake <laughs> soup basic <laughs> good fondant <laughs> yeah <laughs> but more basic <laughs> but it's still like fuck man oh and sorry what was the so isabel and 
Um, the other spot you haven't tried their the croissants. The other place that I haven't tried their croissants because I can't get my damn hands on them is Tasso. Mm-hmm. Um, it is over in Cabbage Town. Yeah. They are only open on Saturdays. They make a limited time run. You have to order them on like Tuesdays. I've tried to order them a few times and I... You missed the window. I've missed the window. I also still need to course Jake into going to pick up the croissants for me because I can't get there before I'm done work. Yeah. Um, But these croissants just look so buttery and they're like, they look like they have really lamination, but not that like too perfect lamination. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's that like perfectly imperfect kind of a vibe to it. Totally. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's just like really good, like mm. really, really good. Okay. So that is my like. Isabel and Tasso. Place. Tasso. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. And no, I just said something about Isabel, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, Isabel was really, really, really good. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Also, maybe I'm biased because we work there, but like fucking White Lily's food is really good. <laughs> I've like come in to eat a few times not it's, working. It's hard. It's hard for me not to. I, I do my best not to say that, not because I don't believe it, but because uh, ego is a very real thing. Well, I think, but I don't cook the savory food. So like, it's not my ego. Fair enough. You know, I like eating your food. It's hard. It's hard for my ego. I like eating your food. I like eating Ben's food. I like like, like Jake's food. uh, Everybody there. um, There's a consistency element that I think is important. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, you know, when I looked at um, taking the job, when I saw the job that was posted, you know, I was like, oh, like donuts. Okay. It's donuts. At the end of the day, it's donuts. Yeah. Um, which has been really fun because I haven't done a lot of donuts. So like, you mm. know, you kind of get to like get in that zone of like perfecting the fucking donut. And perfecting the cruller. You're on to cruller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gotten a little bit obsessive. I'm going to make them twice this week. Because <laughs> now I have the proper size piping dip. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was the savory food that like mm. I was looking at it and then, you know, it looked unreal and then chatting with ben and i was like oh shit dude like he's super passionate about food and like Mm -hmm. in a way that you don't see a lot Mm -hmm. um in terms of like very passionate but very casual like he he likes casual food but everything is approached like fine dining yeah techniques and um giving a lot of shits and for me it's fine. Any it's, restaurant that just cares a lot and makes their food with love, those are my favorite restaurants. Like, it yeah. sounds really cheesy, but, like, I think no, good food is made with love. And 100%. when you walk into a kitchen and you just see a bunch of angry people, like. Dude, that's that's literally why I try and smile and laugh as much yeah. as I can because I know I have a resting bitch face. Oh, so do I. So do I. But, like, I do. I, I, like, I wholeheartedly believe that, like, your food can feel your, like, yeah. you know, yeah. what you're giving off. And if you're not happy, then your food's not going to be happy. Well, thank you. So. I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take that. I really like White Lily food. Let, especially won't. in the East End, right? Like. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. But. Um, really good. But Tasso gotta get my hands tasso we something. will we we will convince jake to fucking i know i'm gonna order get them. Over to tasso i'm gonna order them and you're like look jake, jake i'm gonna order a dozen you can have half a dozen just make the run jake can have <laughs> like you know 10 you're like i just 11. want one i just need one i even need just like half of one <laughs> i just want to cut it in half and you can have 11 and a half dude. literally yeah <laughs> literally well michelle thank you 
You're very welcome. Appreciate you. I know. This was love lovely. having you on the squad. So nice. Love having you as a friend. Thanks, Tomas. Um, and <laughs> we will see each other tomorrow morning. I know. I know. I'll see you in a few hours. <laughs> um, and to everybody else, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Bye for now.